Welcome to the Amrob Podcast, the stories about our life versus improv <laughs> podcast. Um, today it. we're going to be trying something different, which is what I just described really badly. Uh, <laughs> so uh, without further ado, um, would you like to bring us up to speed with what's been going on with you, Andy? Yeah. Um, so I, I mentioned I had a, a baby, I got a new baby at home. Um, this weekend we went to a baby sensory class. Uh, so that's kind of an interesting experience. Basically they've, they, there's a lady who is um, kind of the most hyperactive, happy lady you could possibly imagine. And people uh, bring their babies along and she kind of creates a sensory experience for them. And what that means is that um, they do songs together, but during the songs, um, they uh, have kind of homemade a whole load of things that they bring along, or they bring out instruments or bubble machines, or they had a parachute. Uh, one of the things I remember was uh, they had a whole load of like uh, polythene, like a, a, bi a big kind of five by five meter sheet of polythene, and they taped like uh, tassels of tinsel to it. And uh, they got everyone holding it and shaking it. And then she had the bubble machine going on. And then they uh, had loads of balloons thrown on top of it. And then uh, there's music going on in the background as well. Yeah, the idea is to create create this crazy visual effect for all the babies did in the room. Your, babe, your baby's called Ralph, right? Yes. Did Ralph enjoy it? He did enjoy it, yes. Uh, I think... Um, he was a little bit grumpy at first and needed a feed. So he sat on the sidelines and uh, in many ways, he's kind of like his father in the sense <laughs> that he doesn't like to get involved initially in fun activities. Yeah. Uh, but when he does get involved, he actually has a really good time. Amazing. So uh, if, let me, if I get you correctly, you... Um make stuff no no the lady oh, who organized oh, it has made a whole load of stuff right. so all, all the stuff is um she had like these uh tubes that were full of lights yeah. and she had uh like a, a house with a father christmas puppet wow. and uh, there was like a father christmas song and the, the puppet was coming out the side of this mm. house and then it was uh one of the bits he <laughs> was going yeah father christmas had a cold a chew a chew and as he goes <laughs> a chew a chew she was like throwing these bits of paper uh, out uh, at all the kids i mean that sounds entertaining for adults you know like as well as the kids yeah i mean i wouldn't have gone along without a child yeah but um that sounds really lovely a lovely thing to do for your it was lovely i I, I have to admit i i've personally found it a little bit overwhelming myself and uh, at one point i was but like, it was too like too much sensory experience yeah like, yeah I, all these colors yeah, and yeah. I can't process it and I, I was like oh maybe i could uh, just uh, pop out to the loo or pop yeah. out did you find break. it because it was awkward because it was a bit like this is embarrassing was it was it? awkward um, yeah. but mainly because it was uh, the kids day uh, sorry the father's day to come along oh. so uh, Wait, all, the, have, all the mothers have a designated well it was like a Christmas fathers. Christmas get together and so all the mothers kind of knew each other and all the fathers kind of <laughs> shuffled in awkwardly and so, they're not really so getting typically involved in like, this is a, an activity where pretty much everyone who goes normally is mothers and yes. then there's like it's a special occasion so the dads have to come exactly exactly yes. oh that's cute that's amazing um 
And so you're hanging around. So you would try not to look at the other dads, presumably. No, no I wasn't trying. Oh, to. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but at the same time, I was just feeling a bit awkward because you're like given an instrument and you, you're like, how enthusiastically should I be kind of ringing this bell along to the beat? Sounds like you uh, were very self-conscious. I was pretty, pretty self-conscious. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, do you find uh, as someone who's about to have a child, hopefully, yeah. um, uh, do you have any kind of, uh, is this the kind of normal thing to do with a child these days? I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my uh, uh, my girlfriend is uh, very involved in a whole load of activities. She has something pretty much every day. Mm. Like either uh, she's doing baby massage, she does baby yoga, wow. she's doing the baby sensory. There's um, a lot that there's you can do with Yeah, there's like first days. aid classes yeah. you can yeah. do or, do, yeah. or a lesson about weaning, yeah. uh, going along to these breastfeeding cafes. There's a lot of stuff to, for, uh, to do. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, like Rob said, a lot of um, exercises and books and like baby psychology about yeah. ways that you can make your baby smart. And I guess that can could make you a bit paranoid. Like if I don't do this activity with my kid, then in 10 years time when they or like whenever, when they want to learn an instrument or get into a good school or be an athlete, they won't be able to do it because I didn't give them like baby classical music training <laughs> when they were when they were in the womb. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy. Yes, yes, Gerald. Daddy is very tired. Uh, Daddy, I, I, I've got my report card. Um, bring it, bring it here. Th there's just, just one thing I want to preempt uh, before I let you look at my grades. Um, my, my yes. music, my music grade, uh, isn't very good. Uh, but I think the reason behind well, you, you, did, you only, you only got ninety-seven percent. You yes, didn't get hundred percent. Exactly, exactly. Um, <sighs> All, all of all of the other children in the class, you see, um, all of the other children, their their parents started them off a lot earlier. Uh, you know, you know, for example, uh, Morgan. He he was, he uh, was Mor Morgan Morgan Smith. Yes, he, he's a fine lad. He he, he started um, he started on the piano at uh, when when he was only five months old. So five he, he, months he's like old. A prodigy. He was, yes, he's a virtuistic prodigy. I only have myself to blame, Gerald. I, I didn't start you on piano till you were ten months. And then, then Samantha, right? I mean, oh, her, Samantha Gillard. She, she was her, her oh, saxophone yes. lessons. I mean, they, they, her mother played her saxophone all the time while she was in the womb. I, I mean, I, how can I compete with musical geniuses like this? You can't, Gerald. It's too late. You're five years old now, Gerald. Five years. It's, it's it's too late for you. You've just got to accept the cards you've been dealt. Perhaps you can become some some middle manager in a in a non Fortune five hundred company. Yes, and, and all those all Gerald, those... Gerald, welcome, welcome into our company. Oh, th thank thank you, Mister Rogers. This this opportunity means a great great deal to me. Yes, and we are incredibly lucky to have someone so talented. Thank you. I mean, it's always been my dream to come and come and work for middle management here. At, uh, oh yes, I imagine your father 
Uh, gave you a, a lot of encouragement as a child. Oh, oh, absolutely, he did. He he, he started me off at uh, a baby middle management school. It was, <laughs> I've had a, a great deal of training. Oh, yes, it says here, five at five, you uh, started in middle management. Yes, yeah. I, I, mean, I know it's, that's mm. not as early as some children, mm. uh, but but I, I think I, I've really caught mm. up. Yes, yes. Uh, so you've obviously done uh, the, the correct amount of quantitative analysis uh, training. I, I, I've done more than more than average i mean mm. i mean i mean and i would know because i've done so much quantitative analysis training i know Gerald, the quantities <laughs> we want to put you straight into the deep end we think we're going to make us a lot of money <laughs> i really relish this opportunity mr rogers i'm not going to let you down mm, get straight back to your desk you'll find your colleague uh, roy uh, sitting there already he'll bring you up to speed uh, he- hello, uh, I'm, uh, uh, hello, I'm Gerald. <laughs> nice, nice to meet you. Uh, Roy, isn't it? It is. It is Roy. Roy. Roy Rupertson. Oh, he- he- hello, I hear Roy you're Rupertson. The new middle <laughs> manager. So um, now I'm a middle manager. I really feel like I'm going to shake things up around here. I'm going to oh. get, get get out with the old and in with the new, so to speak. That sounds very innovative. When yeah. did you start your innovation training? Um, what, at age five, I'll have you know. <laughs> Five. Yes. Age five. You mean five months? Yes. Uh, no, no, five, five years. <sighs> oh, I give up. <laughs> See. <laughs> well, there you go. The, the hazards of not giving your child enough training. <laughs> uh, that's your baby in in future, Andy. That's what you get for not taking it to enough sensory. Exp- that's what you get for not shaking your maracas hard enough at the sensory. It's, it's a good moral. It's a good moral yeah. for me. A good moral for me. Yeah. You need to take it to more of an extreme. Okay. Yeah, it starts with baby sensory and ends with director. So, Rob, what have you been? Uh, what have you been doing this week? This week, I have been recovering from an operation, as I have for the last month. I want to talk about my arm. You, oh, yeah. you obviously can't see that because you're on radio slash podcast. <laughs> slash the wireless. The wireless, you know, uh, beam straight into Ro- your brain. Rob's arm is in a sling. It is. It's in uh, what's called a poly sling. Yeah. yeah. Not, not one of those, like, um, sort of f- material, thin, kind of cloth... Um, yeah, I think he was about to explain what imagine. a poly sling. No, no, no. I'm Daniel describes it a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and after all, it's his. <laughs> no, no, let, let me let me just no. Let me describe it. It's kind of like a um, like like a. Um, it's kind of um, you know. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like an arm. Yeah. Thanks. So so right yeah. now there's like a big ball of snot that's just kind of rolling down at Andy's upper lip, and he's just kind of like licking it with his tongue. Uh, Daniel's bleeding out of his ear. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Rob's, Rob's, uh, Rob's horns are uh, looking uh, dirtier than usual. Dirty. Yeah. Thank you very much, Daniel. Um, so, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's the standard issue NHS uh, sling. I had an operation yeah. uh, to f- uh, tighten up my uh, joint because it kept on dislocating. Um, I apologize, uh, apologize to anyone listening who's uh, kind of a bit squeamish, but yes, they had to drill in uh, with... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were apologizing for saying, oh, it's sometimes I've dislocated. I thought I did. I thought that was Always apologise before. Yeah, <laughs> Rob. What, what noise did it make? Ask for forgiveness. <laughs> no, what, noise, what 
noise did it make um, when the drill yeah. when the drill hit your bone and well, sinews? Can you imagine like flesh, <laughs> <laughs> like being ground, <laughs> and the smell of burning flesh, as the friction oh. from the blade? If anyone else is still listening, uh, so they had to um, put in a camera, yeah, and uh, two sticks, I think, and then they actually <laughs> sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, sticks. A twig. Uh, <laughs> the it. size of... Tr- yeah, oh, the NHS yeah. is just so badly funny. Shoes. They put their fingers in <laughs> and then fixed it somehow. I don't know how they did it. It was a miracle. <laughs> they put silly putty in there. <laughs> it's really bouncy now. Um, but yeah, they, um, they they sewed it up. Sew it up. Sewed it? Is that a word? Is that the past sense of it's sewed? It's not sewed. Sewed. <laughs> sewed was definitely wrong. <laughs> they sewed it hip. Uh, with, their, with their strings. Um, yeah, they went in there. I think they, they nailed, they actually literally drilled in a uh, peg to, for, for sutures <laughs> yeah. so, so that it heals up properly um, because there was like a crack in the cartilage. Isn't it? Oh. it all sounds really gross. And then they um, uh, also, I think they probably used a heat gun to tighten up the tendons okay yeah were so you under general anesthetic i was under general anesthetic and i had this really embarrassing moment um where <laughs> i was i mean i feel embarrassed retrospectively yeah but i was just having a conversation with the guy and with the, the anesthetist yeah and I, he knew that i was really really nervous because yeah. you're lying there they're starting to put this like yellow iodine on they're starting to oh, yeah. like, inject you with all kinds of like drugs painkillers and shit so you can't yeah. feel anything and like you're just thinking i hope i don't wake up during the operation or whatever <laughs> you know like, <laughs> <laughs> nightmare material or i don't wake up and then i can't move or you know and but it, you can still feel pain so i'm trying my best <laughs> but of course they don't use enough painkiller in this situation <laughs> it's never that case you always wake up with, without enough painkiller, yeah. <laughs> and you're frozen. Um, oh god! Um, so I'm panicking about that kind of stuff, and um, if I'm going to wake up at all, or whatever. And um, uh, I'm having a conversation about motorcycles. He's like, and he looks a bit like an undertaker. This guy who's talking to me. It's not the best. Like, it was kind of like the kind of person that if you met him at a bar, you might like, and you found out it was an anesthesiologist, an anesthesiologist, an anesthetist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you might be like, oh god, I hope he doesn't have like rehypno or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looked. Well, like, you feel like they they can't just leave their job in the office, and that when they're they're out <laughs> and about, they're always looking for people to sedate. Like, well, he has. He might have access to those things. Things and then like I don't know he looked a bit kind of like tired and his face was heavy and he was a bit like a bit tiny bit creepy like someone who works in that job because he kind of likes the idea of knocking people out or something I don't know but like anyway that was probably just me being paranoid but he was like giving me the drugs and uh, it just conked I conked out mid-conversation I don't remember the moment when I just completely blacked out but I was obviously talking about motorcycles and being like, oh yeah so you collect and it would have been like the, the absolutely in the middle of a word, you know. And he's probably <laughs> used to seeing. Uh, but yeah. I can imagine that never gets that never ever gets tired. Tired, you know. Like yeah. you see people do it, and you're like, is that the thing that you is that the thing that you're embarrassed about? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. You're embarrassed that you fell asleep when the anesthetist <laughs> because there's something about <laughs> when he gave you drugs. Control, like if you suddenly shit yourself in the street, like you'd be yeah. really embarrassed, but not just because you smelt like shit and had to deal with it, but because like you had no control. Like it just yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I like being perceived to be in control. Yeah. So yeah. there's something fundamentally like uh, easy about talking and being able to like maintain memory of what you've just spoken about and when that goes wrong even mm. the most fundamental thing is like 
yeah. it's really fucking like excruciatingly <laughs> embarrassing for me like, like, so yeah. I was just like in the middle of a conversation then just suddenly turned off like a switch that's really fucking I don't know I find it embarrassing anyway yeah John, um, Johnny did, did you just drop your mug oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that Steve why, why did you why did you intend to do that was it was there something on the floor you wished to drop the mug on no, no, it's, it's my arm. My arm went dead. It kind of just flopped. My fingers just flopped open. Oh. Johnny, you look so out of out of control. You're y- yeah. You're flopping about everywhere. Yeah, well, I'm I'm kind of kind of feel like I'm turning to jelly. <laughs> it's what, what, working. What, what, what's what's working exactly? The drugs, Johnny. The drugs. I, I thought I thought you said it was a paracetamol. I thought you said it was going to just make my head feel a little better, bit better. Oh, so, sorry, Johnny. The, you've been asleep for four hours. You just you cut off midway through the sentence, and oh. then you came to and said head feels a bit better. Oh, that oh. was hilarious. <laughs> hey, look look in the mirror. Look what I did to your face. Oh my God, it's blue. My face is blue. <laughs> yes, that's. Blue pen ink. Why did you... You drew all over my face I while I was asleep. I drew over the entirety of your face. That's you were, not funny. <laughs> this is the tenth time you've done that. It's not funny. You keep accepting drugs from me, Johnny. I don't know why. This is the last time. This, I'm never going to accept drugs from you again. Come, Johnny. Let's, let's, let's go to a bar and forget all this. Let's drain our sorrows. <laughs> ah. Ah, uh, look. But barkeep... Yes, a, a drink for my friend Johnny, please. Make it a special. Right, a special. So, uh, a Carlsberg with a whiskey top? That sounds disgusting, Barkey. <laughs> what kind of bar is this? Oh, I'm sorry. I only know very, uh, <laughs> very strong drinks that this are This is horrible. one of those. What do you mean? You bars. only know really horrible drinks? I only know very horrible drinks. Why do you only <laughs> know really horrible drinks? You're a barman. <laughs> I didn't go to bar school, I'm afraid. I, I, I feel my bar way around. Bar school? <laughs> That's not even a thing. You didn't, you didn't pass the bar. Could you get me a cowboy? Do you know what's in that? Um, n- no. But try, I try. Can have you, a guess. Uh, have a Red guess. Bull, uh, with, uh, with rum. Uh, uh, Red Bull and rum? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one that I've, I do all the time. <laughs> I'll, I'll just take a Carlsberg with a whiskey top, that's fine. Okay. But don't let him touch it. Oh, of course not. We don't let our customers touch our other customers' things. <laughs> well, who knows in this place? You don't seem to be the most competent of barkeeps. I, I'll have you know, my wife says I'm a very competent person. Uh, Bar- barkeep, can I make you a drink? Uh, oh, sure, please. It's uh, it's a Ribena and rye. Oh, oh lovely. Uh, oh, that's, I'll add that to the list, I think. Mm. Yes. <laughs> what will you call it? Uh, Ribena and rye. Barkeep, why have Ooh, you just right, dropped that drink? <laughs> Oh, sh- oh! Uh, I, I, my, my arm seems to have gone to jelly. <laughs> oh, 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 he's done it again! <laughs> <See that>? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> spiraling out of control as we do. <laughs> ah, Daniel, you are the last one to go. Hello, and we would love to hear about what has been occupying your mind and your life recently. Oh wow! I'm how very on the spot I am. Why don't you ask me a question? Uh, what is your favorite color no um uh how about uh how's it's work been a few months moment? how's work oh 
Let's not talk about work. Ask me another question. So, you, you, Daniel, <laughs> since the last time I've seen you, you've yeah. got a significantly larger beard. I do. How, how have you chosen the length? Are oh. you finding it itchy? Tell us about your beard. So, thank you. Oh, thank you. Because I, I do like my beard and I do like talking about it. Um, for the benefits of those listening, w- would you mind just like describing my beard briefly? It's um, uh, brown. <laughs> it's got, hairy. Yeah, it's like hairy bits coming out of the face. Well, the beard it's black. is... Um, yeah. It's got uh, an... Um, there's uh, a moustache attached to it. It's got quite good coverage. I've noticed you're wearing you're coverage. wearing a black t-shirt. I can't do that with my beard because I get beard dandruff comes out and gets all over my black t-shirts. <laughs> I don't tend to get that. I use, um, so honest. I use, wow. I use Aussie On Miracle Moist forum. shampoo. <laughs> Not just to us, <laughs> but to potential listeners. Um, but this, this, we're, we're revealing our intimate inner selves, aren't we? And it's I appreciate very, that. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Andy. Oh, thank you for sharing that. I feel like that should be... Uh, a, a thing beard draft you know like yeah it should be <laughs> well, I, do use, I use um, Aussie Miracle Moist shampoo on my oh. beard I'm, I'm more concerned about keeping it you shampoo it. your beard you yes. shampoo it with luxury shampoo I wouldn't. Know, I don't know that it's in the luxury well, category. It's more expensive than the shower gel that I use, which is fifty <laughs> well, pence from Aldi. Well, <laughs> the thing is, like, like you, you spend, like least, you said, you spend upwards of six pounds on your oh, actually, beard. The the Aussie I get is like three for ten pounds when I get it on offer. So that's oh, pretty good. Shit, man, you're getting a good deal. Yeah, but yeah that's and, not what. And this like is Andy about. mentioned, <laughs> so beards can get itchy when they get to a certain length, and I was trying to keep mm. it moist to prevent that, but. Um, what's always happened when I tried to grow in a beard is that it gets to a certain length and that's shorter than it is now where it gets itchy. Yes. And I've got a very kind of, like I'm from a Jewish family. I have a kind of rabbi sort of beard where when it gets longer, it starts to get a bit like curly and wavy and it would start to like curl inwards. But, and, and then it would get itchy. But this time round, it, it just didn't get to an itchy phase. And now I feel it's past that point where it could be and people are always telling me just you got to persevere, you got to keep growing it because you'll get past the itchy stage. But, right. but I never could. You never got past. But this time, yeah, it's not itchy, and it actually changes like the shape of my face because it feel feels like I have um, a you fuller do have a face more now. kind of prominent jawline. Ooh, I feel like you've styled it though. Like it's not straggly. Well, that's the thing. It's not. Really? I haven't done anything with it. Oh. <laughs> I haven't. When you, you asked how have I chosen the length, I'm just letting mm. it grow and seeing where it goes. I haven't. I haven't like yeah. touched it with it looks like sharp your things girlfriend has a couple of like months neatened it up you know to make it look no. you know, it looks Nothing. shaped and oh. smooth edges so the know? only thing that i've done is i've like the bit where the mustache hairs start to like curl over the upper lip mm. i trim that occasionally so that i can eat yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um but the, the rest of it it hasn't been trimmed at all no i find it looks good uh, unlike my head hair, my face hair looks best first thing after I wake up because I, I, I'll sleep on one side and the other and it kind of presses the facial hair yeah. nice and flat. So <laughs> but sometimes down. if I like run my hands through it, mm. then it can um, start to stick mm. out. But I do like it very much. I'm interested to see where it will go and just see what my face will look like. Do you, is there anything else about your beard regime you want to tell us? Because it sounds like you use a well, shampoo. Yeah, I use shampoo. So I actually, so for my we need like an emotional impact here Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) you gotta pull an emotional impact out the bag so what's emotionally impactful about my beard what does your girlfriend think of your beard (laughs) what my girl my girlfriend really likes she really likes it you know what she she said about it you know what she said what did she she say she said it's really yeah she used that phrase yeah yeah yeah. i think that's you spell that (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how you would spell that she so my girlfriend she no matter like if, no matter what I wear or how 
or how I do my hair, she'll, or, or, or my my facial hair, she'll say it looks it looks nice and it looks good. And I think she she does mean it, but there's there's got to be a way that she prefers it. But if it's the way that she doesn't prefer it, she won't tell me that. Like for example, if I trim, if well, the last time I trimmed my beard, yeah. I know with retrospect she probably liked that less. But she said it looks good, it looks nice. <laughs> but I guess um, because she's so nice and positive. I'm not saying she's like not honest with me, but she she wouldn't be like very critical about something that she thought could be better about my appearance. I don't think that sounds honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she she doesn't like you know. It's not like she d- deceives me, but she wouldn't be like mm. you know what, Daniel, you, you trimmed your beard. That was a mistake. Yeah, you should have grown it. Yeah. Um. Same same with the hair on my head. Mm. Um. Yeah. I feel I feel like. You know, she wants to please me and she wants wants me to be happy, but sometimes she can do that at her own expense a bit. Like we were looking, uh, we were in Habitat and we were looking at cushions. Yeah. I say looking at, not shopping for, because they were too expensive to actually buy. But we actually, you know, I'm going to go off on a bit Habitat. of a tangent. This was going to be a story about cushions. So we were, we're in, as a Habitat is a um, like quite luxury brand it's homeware it's store. really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So, says, the, says the man who like <laughs> you know, I only has, uh, shop has, like, at, a big uh, made.com um. <laughs> so for, for me compared with the stuff that I would you know given that I would normally buy homeware from like Tiger or something it's like a luxury brand and okay. um, we were trying to find pillow innards I guess you would call them pillows as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to pillow covers that Pillars. didn't contain <laughs> yeah <laughs> That didn't contain mm. uh, duck feathers or indeed any feathers because um, my girlfriend is vegan and she didn't want something with animal products. Wonderful. So I was, we were like reaching into the pillowcases and like trying to find the label to oh see God, what, what nightmare contained them. <laughs> and then I'm not sure if that was what caught the security guard's attention, but for the next 20 minutes, this security guard was like following us all around the store. That makes sense. <laughs> but well, the thing is, it's I've a bit it, suspicious to go that far to I've, I've had it, find out. Uh, uh, I can understand why. <laughs> yeah. And then another time more recently, we were in, you know, one of those very, very cheap shops where they sell lots of plastic stuff, like like little plastic chairs with sort of fake trademark infringement Disney characters on them that are like two ninety nine and loads of random little homeware products. So we were in one of those shops and the, <laughs> the the owner of the store, he was he was like following us and and then oh. we were just like browsing, right? Yeah. And then he came to me and he said, you know what he said? He said, What do you want? Not not, not um, can I help yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah. Not how can I sell you sir? Or not yeah. even like, what do you want? He he glared at me and he said, What do you want? <laughs> and the thing is, right? Maybe so you, you look like browsers. You don't look like buyers. You know. Well, but we were we were we were considering buying mm. stuff. And the thing is, like my my, my girlfriend is black, and I feel like I've been experiencing some like as as racism by association by being with her because I, I don't I I do not normally get followed around in shops, mm. and yet it's happened like twice mm. recently when when I've gone shopping with her. Mm. So and I'm like shit. She's probably got it. She's got like and she's like yeah, I'm used to it. So she's got to like deal with this shit all the time, and it's a whole thing that i was aware of but you know if it's something that you don't experience it's hard it's hard to like really sort of empathize with it so that that was an interesting experience for me Mm. um sebastian yes this is this is a great this is a great opportunity for us my dear brother (laughs) 
Oh, yes, it certainly is. We have our market stall all set up and the supplier of miniature chairs with characters from Frozen on them are, is about to deliver. Mm, so intricate at the price point. Oh. Mm, so well painted, you can see the irises. This is how we're going to make our fortune, Sebastian. This is how we're going to finally get rich. There's a huge market for miniature chairs with Frozen characters on them. All the kids flock for miles to get them. Oh, they'll mm. be collectors items, Sebastian. They will. And we will be in every household. Every household. Mm. In every city in all of the land. Ding, 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 ding. Our first customer is here. Ah, our honoured customer. <laughs> An honoured guest in our honored castle. Guest, honoured guest. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Uh, um, excuse me? What do you want? Uh, what, what, what the do hell I, do you don't, want? Don't stutter. What, uh, do you want a chair uh, with someone from Sebastian, with uh, someone from Frozen on it? Well, or not? I, I, I just... Well, I, th- I thought I could, um... Jonathan, I don't think he's a buyer. Sebastian, I... he's clearly not a buyer. He's Eject not a buyer. Eject him! Eject him from the shop! Take your hands off me! Take your hands off me! Security! Security! No! Oh, he's gone! Oh, what a horrible oh, man! Time waster! Oh, dear. Time waster! Oh! oh. How, they, they don't appreciate uh, these time wasters. They don't appreciate how much time it's... No, he's, he's set distracting up a... from our Shop. produce. They are beautifully ornate... Frozen characters on chairs. Oh, they're so beautiful. Oh, another customer. Second customer oh. that we've ever had. Oh, oh, oh this is sure to go well. Hello yes. there. What do you want? I beg your Well, pardon. what the fuck do you want? I, w- I want... Out um, with it, old out man. Out with it. We don't have time. For, You're wasting um, our time. I want to buy some shampoo. Where do we have so we sell miniature frozen chairs we here? We literally have one get, thing. Get out. Get, <laughs> get out. out. Get out of our shop. Get out, get out of our shop. And we hate old people. Get out. We're just not getting the right customers, no, Sebastian. No, those children who are meant to be flocking for miles. We need a marketing frozen. campaign. This Christmas was meant to be the biggest frozen Christmas. They've re-released the thing with, that was frozen related. And now we're trying to ride off the back of that with our frozen characters on chairs of incredible detail. Customer, customer. Oh, they're bound to. Oh, it's a, it's a tiny it. little girl. This is exactly the Hello. kind of market. Oh, yes. We better be nice to her. What the fuck do you want? What do you want? What do you girl? want? What, what do you want? Do you want? What the fucking hell are want... you doing here? What the fuck do you want, I little want girl? I want a fucking miniature frozen chair. Well, you've come to the right place. You've come, come this way. We have a whole range. Oh, lovely. See. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, some people just like one particular type of customer. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they are horrifically, That's the moral of that horrifically story. rude. Our, our listeners have Didn't learned you know, something. My job as presenter is to give a moral of every story, <laughs> no matter how stretched. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Android Podcast. Thank you for listening. And we hope you have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Android.